Okay, right, so Dave, 13th man. Yeah, fuck you. Um, yeah, I don't know what I was saying, but Spence Porter. Hey? What, did they have 13 men? Uh, they could have gone 13 men. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we'll just we'll drop that one now because it was a terrible. I don't know what I said that. But no, but yeah. No, it was. 12th man, 12th man, 12th man, that's what I meant, 12th man. Okay, anyway. Uh, so, Spence Porter. Now, we discussed this briefly before we started recording because we all. As a BTR team, we thought it was a, he was just gonna blast Porter out. A mm. couple of rounds, Dino comes in and says, "No, it went exactly as he thought." So this is why we know nothing. Yeah, just, <laughs> we, this is an opinion piece. We don't know anything. Mm. Yeah, but yeah. obviously you're in the game, <laughs> a bit more studious on it than us. What? What? What, 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 what made, yeah, what yeah. made you think um, that? Because it was a, it wasn't even a popular yeah. opinion. I think a lot of people kind of sided with well, like, like, Spence was going to th- take Dean, him out. Dean said he, he uh, the betting on it. Yeah. So I put, I think I put five or ten on Porter to win a point as a sort of just in case bet. Um, reasons being, Spence he he does not fight on the back foot. Um, he's very good at fighting like in close if yeah. someone wants to close the gap he's very good at moving backwards to give himself space to throw shots but he doesn't move backwards and Porter will bring it to you um, so it was always going to be a, a, an intense fight with lots of activity which Porter is very good at he beat Danny Garcia <coughs> probably with that alone mm, so yeah. Spence he, he very rarely has um, fights at a high pace like, he might throw a lot of shots but they're all very selected and come in kind of like bursts of maybe twos or threes he'll never yeah. work in phases either like get two shots off move around three shots where Paul is always on you so I thought maybe he could just do what he done to Garcia again um, just maybe outwork him but both very tough um, got great chins both can hit hard and yeah obviously Spence nearly pulled it pulled it off didn't he with that left hook I, I, I his eyes rolled a beautiful shot man yeah mm. I think I think Porter's a throwback fighter he'll, he'll fight anyone um, we need more Porter's that, that and he, he don't care about a loss and outside the ring he just comes across as a mm. top bloke I yeah think. I liked the interviews afterwards it was very um, never complained once exactly never does mm. So we need a lot more of that in boxing. There was no excuses. Just yeah, I lost this. What it is? But do you think the um, PBC setup helps that? Because obviously they they've got the comfort of knowing that there's another good fight around the corner for them. That what, is, with Crawford? Or? No, no, no. I mean, like with PBC in general. Yeah. No, Crawford they're, definitely not. They're, they're pretending that Crawford doesn't exist <laughs> yeah. right yeah. now. I mean, PBC. It doesn't matter if you win or lose. It's sort of they've just got, especially in that division. They've got. You can have like three losses in a row, and they'll give you another fight. Away. Yeah. Boxing. Yeah. Mm. Um, Do you think that's good or bad that one promoter or one management company can like it's uh, happening with in a few divisions with different promoters? But yeah, because it, it, it's we're living in a time where certain fighters at the top are with one promoter who has a tie with one TV network and trying to get them people to work together and share a pound note is very difficult as we've all seen. <coughs> so. mm. Yeah, it's like having a one one world champion again, isn't it? Like yeah. you, they all want to fight yeah. you. So with one TV network or promoter having 
a few fighters at the top, it's a lot easier to make them fights. So I like it. I'd I'd be more in favour of it if if they could get everybody. So it's like for this that yeah. wait for an example like, a UFC thing everyone on the roster that's yeah. it and then it will happen yeah. but at the moment it's like PBC pretend that like I say Crawford doesn't exist they put out a, a tweet was it yesterday or today who do you want um, yeah. Spence to fight next it was like Pacquiao or Furman yeah it had, it had like four <laughs> or five people on it but yeah. no Crawford and you're sitting there going you're how do you feel if you're Crawford well it's, it's, this is where it becomes a problem are they just trying to get Crawford basically what belt has he got just the WBO yeah when yeah. he beat Jeff Horn yeah mm. Yes, this is where it becomes a bit of an issue because then the person who's outside of that becomes obsolete. Mm. And then it, this is a strange, it's like the whole Tyson Fury thing at the minute, why they're having to kind of champion the, like the, uh, I'm the lineal, lineal champion, and I'm yeah. defending the lineal, but because otherwise, or li- otherwise he's just irrelevant. Mm. And, I, and I'm a fan of Tyson, I'm not saying that he's irrelevant to me, but to, he's got, to he's AJ and to, to Wilder, yeah, he's not yeah. in that, that so same He's got to do something to, to remain in. And I don't. I think, I think Al Heyman and PBC. That I don't really. Not they don't care because obviously from a fighter's perspective, it seems like they get amazingly well looked after. Yeah. So Their fighters won't care financially. But if Ruiz beats Joshua, why are they going to bother losing risk losing any of those belts to Fury no. when they can just keep everything in house? Mm. But that means Joshua and Fury. Everybody's on the outside. Yeah. And then you said you can go and make big fights, but then obviously the belts are not attached yeah. to it. So then we kind of end up with. You know how it was with the um, the World Boxing Super Series where you've got, if there's no belts in there, it's still interesting. You've still got top fighters in there, but the belts are elsewhere, so it kind of loses that mm. that magic. Like, if we saw a Fury versus AJ fight, obviously that's going to sell massively for us. Yeah. But outside of that, people are not. Not if, like, you can't yeah, not if, it, not if it's the literally they would. for the lineal. <laughs> It'd be a paper. It's weird that that's only in the heavyweight division as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it is. I mean, it's, like, I I love the idea of it being you know where you can track it back the man that beat the man. I really like that. Yeah. But it's when you're seeing it on like the fight promo now. Yeah. And when you hear his interviews and he's like, "It's my fourth defense of my title," and it's like, oh, "Stop talking about no, it." No, yeah, you know? no one's ever yeah. said that. Before. Yeah. You can be that guy, but yeah. you can't go around saying you're that guy. It's, it's a strange yeah. thing. And you got the like the ring magazine belt, like they do tend to give it to the fighter that is the best in the yeah. division yeah. at the time. So if you mm. say like, "I'm defending my ring magazine yeah. belt." That does carry a build. I just want him to go and actually get a belt made. Okay, <laughs> just, yeah. just, just get one. Yeah, it's yes. like they announced it as well—the lineal heavyweight champion. Yeah, it's 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 an odd one, and like I said, he's getting a lot of stick for it. But again, it's the kind of fanboy stick because it's a lot of people that are like massive AJ fans or yeah. Wilder fans. But I think it's quite justified. I'm not a big fan of him touting that. Well, as soon as he like, mm. say for example, if he lost like his last fight or the one before that, the other guy doesn't become the. Schwartz is not going to become the, the lineal champion of the heavyweight division, is it? Like no one's going to be thinking, oh yeah, I'll fancy yeah. fighting Tom Schwartz to get his lineal title. And who was the lineal champion in them three years he was Yeah. Oh, no, 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 well, that's, it. that's it, nobody. Just, you just have to be... back to Klitschko. Yeah, yeah. Like, what's that about? If he retired, then you can't get a lineal champion. Well, you have to beat the yeah, man. Must be, you know, you right. have to beat the man. There's no rules. I was going to say, there must be, no rules, rules, say, there must be rules, a rule, but there isn't any rule, is it? It's, it's literally a just thing. the thing where I'm the guy that beat that guy. Yeah. Yeah. He beat that guy. Well, that, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, how. <laughs> it is literally just a made up thing. So, some, at some point, we're just going to purge the nail titles then. Yeah. yeah. We're going to have to, especially if it's like three more fights and he's still not got a belt. Well, as, as long I think as soon as he doesn't have a belt, you'll never hear about the lineal thing again. Well, oh, no, no but that's what I'm saying. If it's what they're saying is he's fighting Wilder next, but it's still up in the air. 
But we're talking about February, aren't we? Mm, well, March, I, well, April. Said, Fury said yesterday so today he's got a big announcement coming soon, which which will probably the be he's on the other card of this fucking KSI fight. February. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, you can't. He's not taking a right. sabbatical. When is it all two November twenty third. Yeah. The same so, day as our next topic. Yeah, not yet. <laughs> not yet. But I, I think I can't see the Fury. If, if Fury has, if Fury through injury or for, because of his eye has to push the date back, I could easily not see that fight happening, especially if Ruiz beats Joshua. Other people saying the other day like, oh, if AJ or Wilder fights him, they're just going to target that eye now. Not gonna, everyone targets you. He's like, <laughs> not even funny, but if you surely you're, t- you're it's not like you're like that. You're like no, <laughs> <laughs> like trying to reach out. You're just gonna whack when you can whack. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, hitting the head's got to be hard enough. An elusive fight, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. Obviously, not so much in, in the last fight, but generally speaking, yeah, doesn't really get tagged too that's, much. That's brilliant. Yeah. The whole strategy is just to get that eye. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, forget the yeah. chin forget the chin forget yeah forget <laughs> everything else I'm just going for the eye hopefully stop him right um, November 23rd shall we just jump to that yeah then, I think so yeah alright so yeah Wild Ortiz coming on at it but <clears throat> this week I mean it's been spoken about and touted around for a long time but we're going to see the return of oh sorry Nigel Ben but now he says he's not the Dark Destroyer anymore he's Nigel Benjamin Button Ben because he's getting younger as he's getting older come into the ring with a nappy <laughs> do you know what That'd you might brilliant. be right you know, like, how's, in a pram is it like tenor pants the ones when you, you're incontinent you never know right 23 years out of the ring do you want to be fighting at 55 Dino oh no <laughs> <laughs> uh, no no, no. It's that's madness incredible like, 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 there's a lot of fighters out there that weren't born when he well, retired yeah. yeah this is what I mean people have had whole careers whole life I've had whole life <laughs> yeah <laughs> since he has it's I, I can't head around it and I know that the boxing board would uh, sorry the British boxing board of control would not license him so he went to the Irish board Eddie and, Hearn probably would mm-hmm. well Eddie Hearn slagged it off but I reckon it, it could have ended up on one of their shows yeah it could have been on the KSI one I reckon if the money it's probably because he's tied up in the KSI stuff that you can't you can't commit to it in a minute and what was the news about another old fighter right so yeah so I saw this this week I was I could not believe this so he's not even the biggest problem in terms of old fighters do you know I found out someone is you know Oliver McCall yeah, yeah who fought Frank Bruno and Frank Bruno and uh, won his title from him yeah he's still fighting he's chasing Andy Ruiz because <laughs> <laughs> this is the best bit because Andy Ruiz knocked out his son in a boxing match like three four uh, years ago so someone beat up his son and he's like I want to fight him so now he's chasing Andy Ruiz saying that he can uh, he can still how can old still, is he? Oh, do you know what I need to he's got like, he's got to be mid 50s but I I couldn't believe you know when you read something you think man this can't be right so then I, I looked in it a bit more me is it, didn't he have like that like meltdown in the ring John, I watched it yesterday in the second Lewis fight yeah he had the meltdown he, he just kind of refused to fight and, and, then, then, he, and then he burst into tears yeah. and he was just turning his back and then he went into like rehab very soon afterwards mad but yeah he's he's still fighting <laughs> and he wants to fight the heavyweight champ with the Nigel Ben thing have you got a problem with Nigel Ben fighting or is it because of the not the quality of his opponent, but the fact that his opponent's only been out for what a year or two. 
but he, would you have a problem if he was fighting Chris Eubank Senior or Steve Collins um, no okay yes yeah, so Oliver Hall's 54 so he's younger yeah. than Ben yeah and he fought in 2019 oh he's got a fight coming up in 2019 he fought 2018 but he had four years out in 2014 <laughs> it's just incredible that these people can still keep fighting Mm. but yeah back to the Nigel Ben question my issue is that it, I think it's a, it's a combination of lots of things I, I'm not happy with him fighting Saki Obika because what's Obika he's 40 years old he was fighting at a, a high level within the last 18 months to 2 years you got fucked Bika I think Bika from fucking everywhere let's have a look yeah, yeah. he's, he's yo-yoed through the weights yeah he's a bit like a Glenn Johnson weren't he yeah, yeah. he's around a world level fighting Saki Obika the scorpion but, he, but he's a tough he's quite dirty wasn't he he had tricks in there, yeah. Yeah. Headbutts in there. Mm. Yeah, so he had a beast of a head, though, didn't he? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, the juggernaut. He fought Adonis Stevenson, Darrell twice, uh, Nicholas Eschlocker, former opponent of Anthony Yard, Andre Ward, uh, John Paul Mendy, Manfredo Jr. So, when did he fight Ward? What, 14? That was uh, 2010. 2010? Wow, yeah, blimey. So nine years ago. Was he fighting Stevenson in 14 or 15? He fought Stevenson. It's good when we got box shirts, don't we? Yeah. Um, <laughs> 2015. Yeah. But yeah, no, I can't see Froch on there. But he's based down in South um, Australia as well, isn't he? Um, I yeah. think, yeah. Beaver, so they're coming Bur- to Berlin. Yeah, he's yeah, based in Sydney. Nigel yeah. Ben lives in Australia, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, and it's, it's just incredible. Like, it's, I can, it's one of those, I can see this. You know, like in Rocky, when um, Apollo fights Drago. And it's just, it's like an exhibition, but it just goes really badly. I can mm. see this happening. And I was watching some interviews yesterday, like Connor Ben was talking about, and he's like, yeah, they're in the gym. And he hits you, and it's like, oh, God, yeah. It's just, like, you still got it. And you're like, but has he? And it's one thing to be, like, you're, you're a fighter yourself. It's one thing to be able to get fit, to be able to run, to be able to train. But then when you're there in the ring again, and there's someone there beating you up, let's be honest. Punching you yeah. in the face. I think you're going to feel every bit of your 55 very yeah. quickly one body shot that's good. Like, you know what you're going to say no, <coughs> I felt fit with my life before I was smoking <coughs> I was drinking I was doing drugs and you think alright fair enough but now you're not doing that but you are 55 yeah. and you had 20 years of doing that yeah. it's but like two or three years ago when he was when they were talking about fighting Steve Collins he was saying all this two or three <coughs> years ago yeah it's, I mean, it's, yeah. it's just how, how close was the Eubank fight to being made? Like, yeah. apparently not at all. Like, Eubank's messed him around for a long time, but I, <laughs> he gets off on that, I think. You know, because they've been changed. Like, it seems like it's so the Eubank, thing to do. Like Twenty years later, he's still messing him about. It, this is. It seems like, like I said just before we start recording. It seems like it's the Ben thing to do to be chasing a Eubank. It's yeah. It's yeah. like a weird family feud. Yeah. But obviously, it, it's a money thing because it will yeah. pay the bills. If he'd have fought Eubank Senior, even as both in their fifties, yeah. We would have watched it. As it is, I'm probably still going to watch this fight, but just, you know, more like out of it's like a behind one of them the videos. One of them videos, <clears> someone sends you and you think, oh, I really shouldn't watch this, but. Mm. Uh, and what you're thinking uh, of going? Fuck it. I'm, I'm, it is I might do. I'm like, obviously, I've got family up, the, up that side of the country and just, I could I could go to Birmingham for a night to watch it. Yeah. And it's, it's pay per view as well, it's £15 to watch it. On what? don't know the platform I, I swear it. it's like that is it air, air sport or something it's like that Irish oh okay Irish oh one. okay yeah yeah so this, it's like Eurosport this, this, this is what got me as well the fact that he was in his press conference he was like it's not about money 
I've got unfinished business. I need closure. I retired too early, which in fairness... What was his last fight? Well, he retired at 32, so... Who did he fight? Let's have a look. Nigel Ben. So he boxed McLellan in 95. Did he? Was it 95? Um... Yeah, probably all his kids as well to be fair if you've, his, if you've read his autobiography you know all about it right Nigel Bent last fight the, uh, the both Steve Collins fight when was that 96 uh, yeah and the McLennan fight yeah February 95 that's crazy isn't it so I mean the fact that we're sitting here talking about these guys and you look at the people he fought listen he fought great fighters mm. and we, we'd love to have more fighters like him now that just want to be in scraps they just want to go and have a good mm. fight but I just think anyway, I, I I've, see got, I've got nothing in my life where mm. I feel like I need that much closure I need to think about something that much it's probably everything he thinks about every day and uh, I was watching a Conor Ben interview and he said oh it's when he did his Conor Ben's debut he did his ring walk with him and he said he, it was straight after that that he started talking about I want to fight again and that's that one where you, you've gone back on that ring walk and you've heard the crowd and you've like oh really want to do this again but you're not taking into account that you're 50 <laughs> yeah it's like there's not many sports when you would do that like Maradona's not walking around thinking fucking oh I love the, audit, the, the crowd yeah, yeah. I love the 13th man but you're like, I, like we're we're mid 30s I do I do a slight bit of sport <laughs> next two days I'm dying man <laughs> I ain't gonna yeah, lie people say like they reach, reach an age not 55 and they say yeah. it takes a lot longer to recover yeah, that's it I've I've got old, like I've got a few friends that are in their fifties and a few well, a couple of sixty year old mates. All right, mate. And they do <laughs> they do that? No, they're fitter than me, but they still have two yeah. days recovery yeah. from whatever they've done in the gym or whatever because yeah. they're just fucked. Yeah, I saw <clears> some <throat> people had asked George Foreman because he's he's really good on Twitter. Like people ask him, he just he randomly just answers shitloads of people some days. Yeah. Yeah. And someone had asked him about when he was fighting because I think he fought till he was like 45 or something yeah he was old, one when of the oldest when champions, he won the title and he says oh, it was like up until he was like 30, 35 he, was he thought he could do, he could still do it and then he says up to I think it was like 45 things weren't as good as they were but he still felt he had enough and he says anything after that he says every shot he took it was like he was he was dizzy yeah. he felt concussed I'm like this. I can see this mm. being a really really bad and you just hope that this isn't the sort of one that we're looking at in a year's time just going like this could have all been avoided yeah, and nothing I'm, bad happens my mate summed up well he, he played decent level football and he said that he see one of his old teammates who's in their 40 and he said that he played a match in the weekend he said how'd you go he said the ball got past me I've looked up to see who's in space he said I looked down to knock the ball to him he said the ball was gone like <laughs> he said that's when I realised I'd passed it yeah <laughs> So that's the problem. You still you don't feel like you've changed. Obviously, you're doing yeah, small incremental changes as yeah. you're getting older. But everything around you is moving so much quicker. Yeah. This is the and I, what I think about that is the way he fought, he fought. God knows how he fights now. So that's like labor intensive, isn't it? That kind yeah. of yeah, style of just like, springing up and down. If he if he, yeah. if he if he fight does two, one or two rounds like that and nothing really happens, what what's going to happen? Just imagine he's doing that, and then like the second round, his knee goes or some shit. I'm not really worried about that. I'm just worried about like his fitness, and he he, he tries to do what he used to do, and Sakura because he'll like, just take it. It's mm. like when getting back into sparring, you can see what you want to do. Like you can see what shots are coming, and you know in your head what you want to do. Like I want to 
or the sleep encounter and spin off and do this and you go your body just doesn't respond because yeah. you haven't got that sharpness yeah. there yeah, yeah. so that's at 55 I just it's just going to be Exactly like that, but ten times worse, I'd imagine. I mean, that's not even like ring rust, is it? I mean, well, God knows that's what that body is. Body rust. That's <laughs> you're just getting old, and it's yeah. not. It's not a disrespectful thing to be at fifty-five. I'm. I have no doubt he's one of the fittest fifty-five-year-olds you're gonna meet. Mm. Yeah, but you're fifty-five. That's the fact. Mm. That, that's it. And that's I'm. It. I'm just shocked that. So you're playing Bruno as well, trying to talk about yeah. come back as well. Like. Yeah, and I'm glad that people got through to him and they were like, "This fact, this is not a good idea." Because again, this was one of those ones. Where didn't I, I, he put up all the videos of him sparring with not sparring, no, like doing pads with Ricky Hatton and stuff? Mm. And in fact, he looked in great shape. Oh, he definitely is the fittest. Like, I would well, love to look like that at his yeah. age, mm. but it's the same one where you think, again, as soon as someone hits you, mm. you're gonna know about it straight away. Yeah, man. And I just, mm. like I said, I just really hope for the best that nothing bad comes of this because there's a lot of people around him who probably would have a good bit of say on <laughs> if it happens or not. Mm. Mm. All of the lies. All of this and people buying into it, like making it pay per view. Obviously, Nigel Ben making a comeback, put it pay per view. These two YouTubers mm. make it pay per view. It's, it's all this is all right for people like looking at money signs until you do hear one of these tragic stories happening, mm. one of these things, yeah. and then they're like, oh shit, maybe it wasn't a good idea. Maybe we should respect the sport now. Yeah. Because people <coughs> that are respecting the sport are getting hurt. And killed in it, and, and that's yes, yeah, it's, it's absolutely what you want to avoid. That's like I say, it's just, and you know, there shouldn't be a cut-off point. Like you, you've got no right to tell someone what they can and can't do with their body. It's up to them if they mm. want to do it. But you've got to look after people, man. You've yeah. got to do it. Like, don't get me wrong. Like if he was active, if he had not had twenty-three years in it, maybe it was. I don't know how how active you can be, but. 23 years is, is it's not like you've just gone oh I made a bad decision you've, mm. you've had 23 years to think about this yeah it's not like Which Mayweather having two years out is it no exactly but then even when Mayweather he had two years out and then he came back and he fought someone who had never fought essentially mm. well not, not never fought in combat but obviously he'd never boxed anyone professionally mm. So you're coming back at a level you know you're going to be comfortable And he at. never yeah. got hit or took the punishment. Mm. Exactly. Oh, hell no. No, exactly. That's exactly it. Like, you go back and he, he's one of them fighters. Like I said, if you had Nigel Ben on the KSI undercard, like old school Nigel Ben, you'd be like, fuck yeah, like, I could see people getting into boxing. Yeah. You want to see those kind of fights. But like you said, you've had that time out. Maybe they're like getting hit in the head that many times. Maybe he's forgotten what it's like. Well, I mean, be. at the end of his career, he was, he was on the way down anyway. Do yeah. You know I mean, it's like that was when he was fighting regularly yeah mm. but I mean those guys it was obviously a different time I remember when I read his autobiography it was interesting to, to read that I think it was one year he had like 14 fights mm. 14, yeah, 15 like fights Gary Matrona said within his first 12 months of being a pro he'd fought 13 times because it was just mm. a different it was a different different game then yeah. you wanted to be busy you wanted to be active it wasn't I'm going to fight twice a year even at their peak they were fighting four, three, four, five times a yeah, year because yeah. they, they were always on TV that's how they made their money like Tyson I think when did he get his world title? Three years into being a pro? Two years into yeah, being so a pro? Yeah, yeah. And he's had, he's had three, no, 35. Mm. It's just incredible. They just wanted to be active. Mm-hmm. And like I said, maybe it just wouldn't work now. But yeah. So I think social media is coming back to it now. I think that's a lot to play for that because everyone's got the guys you're talking about before they've even had a fight, they've got a profile. So you can't be having that many fights because you want to maximise how much money you're going to earn. Like you see on Sky now, like Conor Ben's a good example. I think he made his debut on 
AJ Charles Martin yeah. guard. And it's like he he couldn't possibly fight every month because yeah. because he needs to be on certain cards because he's gonna have every every single fight he's ever had has been on TV. Hmm. I see something the other day about Sugar Ray Robinson. I think he had. I can't remember, but within a decade he had something like a hundred and something wins and when he done like that tour of Europe I think within three weeks he boxed in three different countries in three world title fights yeah. that's, that shit's incredible um, speaking of the Benz though um, so you've got a, a title over there now no, I do what sort of names are you looking at now then um, not not to, not not to say uh, who you're calling out or anything. Like, <laughs> yeah. So you get to the point where you win a title. You obviously you want to you want to continue improving. You want to continue yeah. kicking on in your career. Well, the next level up is English. Yeah. So that's the the thing that I'm looking at now. Um, who went? Oh, what's his name? Guy called Harry Scar. One of Jack Flatley the other day. Um, same night with me actually. Yeah. So obviously that's who I'm going to be going for next. There's no point in looking above that. Um, there's just no point. Obviously now it is within my, my grasp to go get English. I don't know who who's in line for it. Or I think I think Steve said there are a few more people who are more in line to fight for it. So yeah, we've had a little talk about what's next. Nothing too in depth yet so we're going to sit down and have a proper talk um, but yeah I'm going to get the English now I've been talking about the southern area for a couple of years now I'm glad it come when it did um, now I've had a, a year under Gary really gelled together well um, yeah just now, now is the time just to start moving up the ladder so yeah. English is my next goal well according to BoxRec obviously BoxRec's rankings they work on some kind of algorithm where it takes in like they have some kind of yeah. ranking system based on points and how many they put Jeff Ward like number five pound for pound at one oh, point no, he yeah. was number one at one point wasn't he he yeah. was, he was, he was right up there, there. Yeah. we absolutely loved that that was brilliant mm. Mm. the Hornet <laughs> the Hornet the Hornet but yeah they put yourself in at, at, uh, you're about to break into the top 20 in the UK here and like there are some there are some big names above you so uh, listen it's impressive stuff I don't think they'll be below me, otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they're not. Who's in and around? So around you, yeah, like you said, you've got Jack Flatley, who's uh, just straight below you, and you've got Asina Byfield, Sam Gilly, uh, Troy Williamson, Navin Mansouri. This is a strange one, because in number 10, you've got Ashley Theofane. I spotted him the other day. He's, he's on his world tour, so I'm surprised he's, he's around. He's... Is he, he fighting over here soon? Is he fighting over here? Denmark or Austria? Denmark, yeah. yeah. But then is he going to fight here afterwards? Because he's not had a fight for years, is he? He's well taught, you say. This is what he says. Everywhere. He fights everywhere. Like, he just goes on, just jumps yeah, on a plane and fights somewhere, and then he turns up and fights someone. He's the first boxer since something like 1980 to fight and win in 10 different countries. Yeah. Because what, this will be, if he wins in Denmark, it'll be his 50th win? Yeah. Like, he's one of them guys like he's just out making money now fair play to him yeah I yeah. like that um, but yeah I mean the, the, I, I, it's exciting times for you now I, I, I really think that especially as you start approaching like English level yeah. you get to really test yourself against some of the, the bigger names in the division I'm, I'm looking forward to see where this goes now yeah I'm glad we got the um, 
obviously it's a vital part fighting the journeyman but yeah now we've we're taking that step up to southern area we've got it and yeah there's no no going back now you just got to keep trying yeah. moving forward um and just seeing how high we can reach really um yeah one fight and one belt at a time we did have a, a couple of questions in for yourself mm-hmm. um one was from uh, at North Bank Brennan and it says what would be the most important lesson Dean has learned on his road to being Southern Area Champion mm. um, what in the sense of doing something wrong and learning for, or um, I suppose <coughs> it's quite an open question so yeah what would yeah what, mis- right, so, yeah, what mistakes you it, like, what advice would you give to someone else to get uh, someone at the beginning of their career now like if you could go back to oh, Dino on his first fight and give him one bit yeah. of advice um, that's a proper on the spot question that one is there anything you uh, were doing before that you looking quit, back quit doing like yeah you've stopped it no not doing now mm. I'd say maybe sort of going back to what I was saying before um, about going style you just got to make sure you're I wouldn't say always motivated but so now like I said I'm always in any spare time watching boxing and I'm like dissecting fights learning from it um, but I weren't doing that before like I was training and I was counting down the days of the fight not to be excited for the fight but so I could not be in the gym and train yeah. Yeah. and I found that so sort of being in love with boxing again feeling motivated um, it just helps you improve that much um, so I'm not saying that if you don't love it <laughs> love it <laughs> you can't force yourself but just just give yourself every opportunity to to improve just look to improve all the time yeah. and just every now and then just have a look at yourself what you're doing how you're living and have a little a little refresh and try and put yourself in a better place to it's not a joke this game you can mess around with it for so long and you can get away with winning a fight here but then it gets to the time where you're going to be like oh shit I'm moving for it now all yeah. the time I'm fucking about is mm. it's going to show I like that mm. um, he sent in a few questions uh, based on lots of things that we speak about quite regularly um, this is a very quick question anyway yeah. it's have you ever been drug tested as a pro or do you suspect any opponents of ever being juiced? Um, this is quite interesting, um, actually. I have never been drug tested, um, but the show on the weekend, I was ringside watching a fight and word had come in that UCAD had come in with, um, well, to, to test, test boxers. And it was a bit weird actually because I was sat there kind of thinking, oh, I want them, I want them to test me. Yeah. Uh, not not to like yeah. prove I was clean or something, but just because I'd 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 never been. I'd be happy to yeah to mm. do it. And I think title fights, whatever level, should be should be. And I think um, it should be like random tests, especially with these foreign fighters coming in from say Latvia, whatever. Um, that's it. They're never going to be. Like, not yeah. You're not going to see them again, so there would be mm, nothing yeah. to stop them. 
mm. being on some sort of program, literally landing in, have their fight, and just leaving. Like, never tested, never seen a yeah. Like, mm. Probably never even see that guy again. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't think any of my opponents have been, but yeah, I'm I'm all for drugs test. I haven't been drugs tested. I think Danny Connor was saying that he um he he won all the titles he's won and boxed on big shows. He's never been drugs tested since it once, and he he's had a, a lot of fights now. So yeah. yeah, we've had like we ask all the guys that come in. And it's it's just crazy. I'm pretty sure we've asked you that the first time you came in as well. But I'm, it's just incredible that like I said like just it, in small boxing, certain level, it just does not happen. Nothing, no. nothing. And we said it before. <clears throat> what's terrifying is that you could be. I'm not saying you are person. Not or you could be personally, but somebody could quite easily do it and get away with it for mm-hmm. a long time. Yeah, and some decent money out of doing it as well. Small Look, I haven't. I haven't thought. Oh, I could do drugs to get away with it. Yeah. <laughs> But I thought I'm not getting tested tonight. Um, if I wanted to, yeah. I could quite easily. Mm. It, it's yeah. like <laughs> on the performance where you're like, "Well, that that was crazy." Like mm. he's just knocked some spark out. He was throwing a hundred punches. Mm. Yeah, Pacquiao. Are we talking about Pacquiao? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, like hundred punches around. Yeah, you. It'd be interesting if you saw that in like a small hall. Some geezers just blowing out people. Left, right, and centre. But and then all of a sudden, he gets to a certain level. They start testing, and all of a sudden, he's hangs up. Turns, yeah. Up, yeah, he turns out that he's. So are we still talking about Pacquiao? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as someone mentions drug testing, knockout stop. <laughs> yeah. Seven years clean. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Oops. But it's like you said, you, you could quite. I say easily. Obviously, you still got to be a, a decent boxer to a level, but you could quite easily dope yourself and like to build a. Build a decent small career, get to a good level. Mm. Yeah. Build your profile. Probably make a lot of money if you're making, if you're doing if you're, if you're shows and stuff. If you're knocking people out left, right, and centre on small halls, you're gonna get scouted. You're gonna get like seen. Someone's by, gonna see you, and they're gonna go shit. Mm. And unfortunately, I'm gonna try way, that the way boxing is now, even if you were, <clears> people <throat> would still. And yeah, to the next level, you, you probably well, even that. Like the next level, you probably be all right as well well people fighting over what's his name Baby Miller at the minute yeah, to try and get him signed up and that's disgusting like Joe Joe's talking about him. you shouldn't even mention <laughs> his name now yeah like on TV if you're a bo- you shouldn't even be discussing him same True. thing social media people know his name because he's the guy that found the drug test against Anthony Joshua yeah. what mm. do people do call him out because they know he, yeah. people know his name now yeah yeah, yeah. but that's 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 where it gets like it's beneficial for certain boxers like could you begrudge it if it turned around that you outed someone on Twitter? I don't know, whoever's, let's say, European champion. And he turns around, he responds, and then all of a sudden you've got a fight from it, and you're thinking, shit, I won't, I won't get in that. That yeah. fight was never on my horizon for a while, but I've got it now because mm. I've, I've beasted him on Twitter and he's got involved with it. It's, it's one of those things where social media can be shit, but also, it can throw you into the limelight, and all of a sudden, you're making decent money, like proper money. Mm. It's one of those ones where it'll always be. People won't like it. People will love it. People won't. It's. I, I yeah. think. It's, I think social media is just. It's brilliant, but at the same time, it's damning. So. You can't. I can't hate Baby Miller or Big Miller, or whatever you want to fucking call him, but at the same time. 
it's a bit of a disgrace that how, how it's how it's all the rest of it. Him, he's he's cheated, but everyone else knew about it. You can't go you can't go however many fights performing the way he did at that level, being that size, nah. Listen, if you're, too if, many people know. If you weigh twenty stone and you're going through a camp eating cheeseburgers, you, <laughs> it shouldn't have been a surprise to any of us. Yeah. yeah so no, like he, he he was taking supplements out of the banned substances. Like he he, mm, one, he was the, taking, one of the things that he fouled on. You have to inject. Yeah. Yeah. One of the many substances he was found yeah, in his body as well. Inject. This is what I mean. Like he's done it. He's been caught. I don't agree with it, but whatever you take your punishment but the fact that he's still not even he's even allowed to fight and people are literally scrambling to to a range of fighting with him and they gave uh, Chavez Jr a a nine month ban and I believe a hundred grand or ninety grand fine when he got caught smoking weed yeah Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, incredible. It's just, it's smoking weed is not going to make you any more dangerous to fight uh, to your opponent. Surely that slow you down. Injecting a <laughs> substance into your ass, yeah, that makes you punch harder and for longer, yeah, is damaging to your opponent's it's health. Easy. And in the governing body's eyes, you get a lesser punishment. It's six months ban, no, no money fine. What can you do though when you've got Povetkin regularly appearing on? Mainstream shows over here. You've got Wilder having a rematch against Ortiz. Oh, what was that? One of the biggest fights in the division. Did we say that we looked at the top ten ten heavyweights, and I think five of them failed drug test, a a drug ban at some point. And And when we looked at it, I can't think when it was now. Are we still talking about uh, Mr. White? Look, so I said it on our Twitter account the other day. I just think he's he's quietly serving out a ban already. Yeah, that's. Uh, I was about to say that. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> that's he's, he's just quiet. He'll pop up in December and just say, "Yeah, no one will talk about it. I've got a fight." It would have been six and a half months since since yeah. it all came out, and that, that, that'll be it. No that one was my, talk about that it. That was my ban. Wasn't a ban because no one actually come out and said you're banned. Exactly, just nobody will talk about it. And if anyone but asks about it, you won't be allowed at another match. Only people who get. Um, Notified, isn't it? The promoter or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like I said, it would just be swept under the carpet. Why he's yeah. doing Master Chef? <laughs> Eat what you want. Um, what you want. <laughs> we've got about five minutes left, so we'll just briefly touch on this. Obviously, the golden contract happening on uh, Friday. Friday. Mm-hmm. They did the draw today. We we spoke about it. Last. I love the concept of the like whole prize fighter thing. I think it's. Yeah. I'm so sold on it. Um. Are we going to end up with everybody doing them again? Like, I'm actually going to bring one back. We're going to have MTK. We've got World Boxing Super Series, obviously, yeah. which is over a longer period. I prefer that kind of style. Yeah. Because for me, um, the 3 3 format and everything, like, I, that doesn't suit me. Yeah. Like, I'm now, I, I believe in established, not an established, but I'm a. A solid 10 round fighter now yeah it's, it's what I've built up I've gone from 4 rounds to 6 to 8 yeah. to 10 like I believe that's professional boxing for me I probably wouldn't go into something like that unless I say that now but money was right don't yeah, know what else is going to happen I could go into it um, that's why I prefer something like the Super 6 the World Boxing Super Series mm-hmm. where uh, top fighters are forced I suppose to fight yeah. each other and see who's the, the best at the end in like a more professional boxing style, over a year, reverting back to decent camps amateur style, style um, mm. over one night, but it's very entertaining and 
they do give good nights of boxing. That's it. That's the only thing. Like, I agree with you. I think I prefer the, the the whole year. You get a decent camp. You know who you're fighting, what he's like. Yeah, that first move on. Like Kessler, Ward, Froch, like that's unbelievable. Oh, yeah, it had in, great in fights. Theory it was. Well, but it became a bit of a farce because it mixed dropouts match and then the yeah. dropouts were dropping out, injuries and. It's one of those when you write it down on paper, you're like, "This is gonna be amazing," mm. but then it doesn't. But it doesn't even with like Ali, Frazier, yeah. yeah, they all yeah. fought each other. And no one was afraid to lose, but obviously yeah. that was in a less less structured kind of way. They just mm. actually wanted to fight each other. <laughs> but you'll get uh, presumably you'll get um, like specialist fighters. It's like uh, cricket, like 2020 cricket compared to Test cricket. You get fighters who go for it three rounds. Who, who, or you got well, like you say, the style suits it. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, like you'd yeah. never get like like an Andre Ward would never enter this, would he? Like, if, like you got blow it, you got blow your ass. I've heard someone going into out oh, of my boxer saying, "Oh yeah, like it suits my style." I'm thinking, "You're a professional boxer." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If your style is three rounds now, why, yeah. Yeah, why are you saying you got a free round? Is your Go style? back to the amateurs, or st- yeah. like you just basically admitted that outside boxing, of this tournament, you can have problems. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah. That's my views on that. It's a like, good concept. It's, yeah. it's good for it's good for like your casual fan who's thinking. Well, obviously they're going to be. Uh, and the golden contract, the reward at the end is, is it's quality. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's quality. Rather than prize fight, just a bit of money, whatever. To have but what, what like is that. the format in terms of the golden contract? So how long are the fights? To, over two years, they get five fights. No, in terms of the tournament. I think it's like a free free prize fight. Yeah, I think yeah. it's settled in the, on the night. Right. I can see what's, what's happened a lot of them now. Because what's the, what's see, I don't um, know if I, I don't know if I like that. Then I didn't realize it was like short form. Oh, did you think it was a, a longer stretch? One? I thought there'd be yeah, I thought there'd be proper fights. So what you no gonna... no no, it's like prize fighter. I think the quarterfinals, semi, and then the final that yeah. night. I'm, I'm unless unless it's because they're talking about the three different weights. I don't know if all three weights are on the same night, and you have the quarterfinals all on the same night. That probably different. I think yeah. I think you're. I think it's all one night. You'll get the the winner of it announced by the last fight, and then he's he's laughing because he's so potentially you could end up with someone who actually gets the contract to is nowhere near being the best boxer. Basically, yeah. If you like, let's be honest. If 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 it's three rounds, you're gonna have whatever strategy you think you're gonna have. It's probably go out the window, and you're just into slugfest. And then you get you get a boxer who's that hasn't got that style trying to do that, mm. and that could really that could potentially like, mess his career up. Hara Davis is apparently in it. I've no, never seen him as a, a person well, he, that goes looks, in and blows out. Well, he looks at his worst, I think, when he tries to do that, doesn't he? Just well, there you go. Him. So, and he's probably the I don't know if he's the biggest name. Now. I haven't really seen who else is on it, but uh, yeah, it's um for it's. A lot of reward for not a lot of. Uh, there's a big name going into the. Mm. There's a few on the. There's one I see on front on the this Friday. You got yeah. A few good names nice in there, too. like surprisingly. Twenty forty. But no, um, Anthony, you get is he in? Um, is he in? Hold on. We've got Leeward, oh, uh, David go. Joyce, Jazza Dickens, Carlos Ramos, Aaron Socaras, Ryan Walsh, Tyrone McCullough, and Carlos Arojo. Oh, so Tyrone McCullough now. Jazza Dickens yeah Walsh Leeward, Walsh Ryan Walsh there's some decent names in there man listen it's mm. going to be it's going to be like, an the interesting the light heavy one could be interesting yeah with MTK no, I would guess he'd be but you see the one with O'Hara Davis has got Tyron McKenna in it yeah you get yeah. 
Mm. It'd be, be interesting. It'd be interesting to see these kind yeah. of guys in, in a three rounder. Like, wow, that'd be good. Mm. Well, it'd be good to come back to that as we get nearer. We'll, we'll see how the format works out at the weekend, and obviously we've got two more two more weeks after this, haven't we, to, to look forward to? I suppose. Yeah. So hopefully it does really well, and we can get it'll stay at your hall because. Listen, you're, you've got your guy that fights that we love going to your hall. It is such a, on, a on the right man. night, it's just one of the best mm. places in the world to, yeah. be, to be for boxing. Just make the bar bigger. Yeah, I've had people <laughs> not been to your hall before. And they, they, yeah, they go there and they say, I've had like, people that have gone to my Wembley fights, haven't been to my York hall fight, that they prefer your yeah. hall. Yeah. And then some people hate it if it gets a bit too nutty. Yeah. <laughs> right, um, that's our time for the second part today. So that's the full hour and a half. I thought we were going to go short today, but no. No, it's much it. So thank you very much for joining us today, Dino. No, we thanks for having me. Hope to get you back in again soon. Um, so yeah, we're out. Thanks very much, guys. Peace. <laughs>